0: I'm Sean Fangirless.
1: And I'm Steve, and today we'll be discussing Episode 7 of Season 1 of Resident Alien.
0: Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay, so I am liking where it's going, and I kind of want them to tell me right now that there's going to be another season. Yes,
1: that would be nice.
0: So, yes, I like the episode. I say thumbs up. It was interesting. And I think it was kind of funny and stupid. And yes. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, that's where I'm going with that. And I think what we both love Liv for what
0: she did. Oh, my gosh. Liv is awesome. Apparently, when we were live tweeting, I had noticed... Somebody had posted that the new doctor right. was in The Magicians, like the first episode when we see Q and Julia, it's their friend, like oh, in okay. the loft. Party. right could be so i didn't go back and look but i'm like oh cool another sci-fi alum then right but i still don't trust him i'm just saying no <laughs> all right let's jump into episode seven of the green glow fearing he's facing failure harry enlists an unlikely ally to help find his ship and our opening is a billion years ago And Harry explaining that the universe isn't that big. Humans just think it is because they haven't been out there. 790 million years ago, well, humans may not have gone anywhere, but they have been visited because... Well, we did kind of know about the weird greys. But anyway, yeah. we see an asteroid crashing onto Earth and an evolution of what turns out to be an octopus that is in a tank in a Chinese restaurant. That's a very small tank, by the way. Yes, absolutely. And that was a very big octopus. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, OK. Yeah. Are they trying to say that that's an alien or that's what? created life i wasn't quite sure exactly what it was supposed to say like
1: yeah i think that's kind of the premise here is that yes that asteroids basically cause life to be created on earth and yeah the octopus just happens to be one of those life forms that knows what harry is
0: yeah that was weird we'll get to that that was fun. (laughs) But let's start at the crash, or oh, I can't say the crash, the landing site where Harry was last and we'd seen the car pull up. And it turns out it's Isabel. She gets out of the car and the snipers are like, there's another target. Do we engage? And David, of course, stops up and he's like, no. But Lisa, who is our douchey agent, is like all oh, snotty and mad. Right. And Isabel asks Harry, why were you drugging me? What are you doing out here? And he's like, what do you mean because harry knows they're not alone right and she's like i found the sleeping pills in the drawer and i'm thinking How'd she find them when she was knocked
1: the hell out? Uh, yeah, but, except she faked it.
0: Well, the first time, though, she didn't.
1: No, the first time she didn't. But that the evening when he drugs her coffee again, she definitely didn't sip that coffee and made the noise to make Perry think she passed out. Right.
0: I was faking because I don't know what you're doing. And Harry's like, I need my space like human husbands do. It's like, you are so bad at this. Yeah. <laughs> and Isabel's not even thinking he's talking weird. It's like fine you want space i'll give you space and he's like because i like rocks and he keeps looking around i'm like come on what is happening and isabel gets in the car to go away and he's like okay love you
1: <laughs> see you later stay we can work it out
0: <laughs> right and the snipers are like what do we do and lisa's like kill him and here's harry's, harry's still standing there like in the crosshairs and Dave's like no no we let him go what is wrong with you yeah <laughs> she's like Whatever. It's like, wow, you are super nonchalant about trying to kill people. Just saying. Yes,
1: absolutely. She is definitely a terror
0: <laughs> to be watched. But we have Harry then get in his truck knowing that they stole his ship, not knowing who they are. But great. He's stranded here. They should have just blew it up. It's like, oh, yeah, OK, <laughs> then you would have been stranded. That would have been weird. Right. But. Harry goes back to the cabin and sees Isabel packing, and he's like, What are you making for dinner?
1: Yeah, that's all he can think of. I like
0: when you make the little chickens. (laughs) like, I'm assuming he means Cornish hens, but what the hell? You still have a dead body down in the freezer. How's she getting this food, is what I'm wondering to make. (laughs) And she's like, I'm leaving. And he goes, Yeah, you said that before. I'm very hungry. Will you stay? No. Huh. This didn't work. Are you upset that I drugged you? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I am. And then she asks him something that was kind of off the wall. Right. Did you ever love me? Because I'm thinking, all right, who filed for divorce is what I was wondering. Right. And what the heck happened? How long were they married? You know, there's a lot of questions I had. Yeah. We Who still are the two know. guys that showed up? You know, we yes. still don't know that. But when he, he replies to her yet yeah, once and she's like, oh, finally, thank you for being honest and leaves. And I'm just like, is she really gone? That's all I keep thinking because right. I don't feel like this
1: is real. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She's just and about then, like, as flaky as Harry is.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's over the top. But she's an artist, so maybe it's the artistic soul. Yes, it could be. I'm assuming next day we're at the clinic and we see Asta looking at Max's file. And she's like, hey, Ethan, can you look at this? I've never heard of this. terraphobia But she, she has to ask him to come over like a couple times. Right. Which is why I was thinking like he's some kind of weird alien, too. Like he didn't want to get close to her. And <laughs> I she's like, I've known Max all my life.
1: That she might be asking <laughs> about what him and Darcy did. <laughs> Oh, God, that'd be weird.
0: Yes. I don't think she knows at
1: this point. No, I don't think Darcy's like, told her that either.
0: Yeah, I totally feel like she would have mentioned
1: something. Oh, yeah.
0: But she's like, don't you think this is a little extreme? You know, I've never heard of this thing. I think Max maybe just active imagination or something. Perry wants them to send him away. And Ethan's like, oh, my parents sent me away. And she's like, oh, you had a medical condition? Because, of course, he's like, you know, look, I turned out great. And all of a sudden he's like, oh, no, I was just really good at lacrosse. And I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Dude, are you? <laughs> You sure you're not an alien? Because you're answering a lot like Harry right now. Exactly. (laughs) And we get to see Mike and Liv questioning the other nurse who was talking about how hot Ethan was about Jay's behavior. And she's like, Jay's really sketchy. Yeah. She's like, what do you mean sketchy? Just like quiet. And Mike like quiet. Yeah. Mike's like quiet, like wanting to get her next hit of drugs quiet. Like, no, she's like planning. I'm thinking maybe she doesn't like you.
1: Yeah. Or I mean, she's
0: a teenager who's not talking to anybody.
1: Yeah. And the nurse just like stirring it up. Yeah, that's true, because she just seems like one of those people.
0: And acid Asa joins them and all of a sudden she's like, Oh, I said that Jay is such a sweet girl and she would never do anything like this. It's like what? Yeah. And I love Liv's face, like, no, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> You (laughs) were throwing her right under that bus. Yep. like, hell, you backed it up. And Asta does tell them, like, I don't think it was Jay. I think it was Mike. I'm sorry. I think it was Jimmy. No, she not until later. Oh, she not yet. Him it's Jimmy, yeah.
1: She just tells him that she didn't think Jay stole the pad.
0: Right. Sorry. I was like, I'm mixing them all up the timeline here. <laughs> and Mike's like, well, whoever did is the killer, too. And Liv's like, what? We don't know if they're connected. And Mike's all like, can't you say can and not can't? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? And like they're going back back and forth and, Asta leaves and Liv's like, um, yeah, she left already, dude. So they go outside after Asta and Mike's going on and on and he's got the umbrella and he is not holding the umbrella for Liv at all because he is a jerk. Yes. And Jazz, I have to say, we thought he was coming back. No. 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 This (laughs) episode, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Mike informs Asta that Jay and the pill popper go to the same school and so who else could have stolen the pad? And that's when Ben our mayor walks up and him and asta kind of dancing around each other trying to get past each other and ben thinks it's hilarious it's like oh we're dancing and i'm sorry you do not know how to read the room because the look she was giving you (laughs) it would have been like oh let me move let me move now (laughs) i think harry would have noticed that
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ben, no, he's more
0: clueless than than Harry. <laughs> that's just that's saying something. Yes, Austin does leave, and Ben like thanks Mike for a great job you're doing on the case. And Mike Benton's the insulin bottles, and he's like, yeah, I've been busting my ass. And lives like I? How about we? Yeah, you know how about? Well, maybe it's us. And when Ben leaves, Mike's like, why have you been acting weird all day? <laughs> he tries to catch up to Asta. So it's like, she's acting weird because you're a jerk.
1: Yes. And you're taking credit for everything that she's doing.
0: I see this happening, like, for a while. Oh, yeah. And, of course, they try to go catch up with Asta again, which who knows if that's ever going to happen because she's like, pew, got ninja smoke. We get to see Harry back up on the mountain looking for his device, thinking, like I said earlier, he should have destroyed the ship, but he wanted to go back home. And then you have him have a panic attack. <laughs> it's like, great, not only do they have my ship, but, you know, I can't find the device. And, great, what's going to happen? And I'm a failure. And he starts, like having a meltdown
1: up on the mountaintop. Oh, yeah. It was like a three or four-year-old pitching a fit.
0: (laughs) It was funny. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) Screaming and kicking and
0: carrying on. Yeah. I really thought he was going to end up in a crevice. You know, kind of like Darcy said. (laughs) We get Harry back at the cabin then thinking, okay, Well, what can I do? What do humans do when they deal with failure? And he has the bottle of pills and a bottle of alcohol. And apparently he's like, medication must be the answer. And handful of pills. And he starts to chew them and he's like, (laughs) coughing up. Like, ew. And then down's a bunch of alcohol. All I kept thinking is, I hope it's a good bourbon. Yes. <laughs> and down he goes because those are fast acting, apparently. Yeah. And next thing we know, he's on the floor and he wakes up because he smells something. He's like, Oh, Isabel, are you here cooking? But it's not her, it's Dead Harry. And I'm like, What? <laughs> I'm just watching this, and again, I have said I want to see Outtake, because I love Alan Tudyk, but it's yes. like, he has to play two very different versions of himself. <laughs> like, yes. Plus one is dead, <laughs> that's on top of it, and dead Harry's like, you know, sleeping a lot, it's a sign of depression. <laughs> and our alien Harry's like, oh, where, where did you get that steak? He's like, oh, I I was hungry, so I came up, you know, I'm packed in these steaks, so I might as well eat something. <laughs> Can I have some? It's like, only if if you ask nicely. It's like, can I please? It's like, no. (laughs) And then it's like, and by the way, I heard you screwing my wife when I was down in the freezer. (laughs) Sounded like a monkey screwing a dolphin. Loser. (laughs) They sit at the table and Dead Harry's like, yeah, you know, you can't find a device. You lost your ship. You failed your mission. You know what that makes you? Human. <laughs> and Alien Harry is like, that is hurtful. And Dead Harry's like, and the human race destroyed destroyed you. Like, oh, that's even more hurtful. Yeah. <laughs> so Dead Harry takes steak knife and swings it at Alien Harry. And Alien Harry breaks up. Except he didn't wake up because dead Harry's sitting there next to him with the knife. He's like still dreaming. (laughs) Then alien Harry wakes up again, sits on the couch, grabs a pillow, and says, "Wow, he's a real asshole." (laughs) I guess you are. (laughs) Both versions of you. Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that was the weirdest thing. But you know, people say you get weird things happen, dreams and stuff when, when you take sleeping pills.
1: Absolutely.
0: We go back over to the Hawthorns, which we haven't seen them together in a while. Right. And Ben and Kate are showing Max a video of the institution, which makes it look like it's some posh, like, private school. Right. <laughs>
1: Even Ben trying says, to convince him. Hogwarts, yeah. you could be Harry Potter.
0: <laughs> right. It's like, Harry Potter's lame. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> And he storms off because he was not feeling it. And Kate even says, oh, Ethan already signed off on it. That was probably not the best thing to say. But I'm thinking, why would Ethan just sign off on that? Like, okay, whatever.
1: Yeah, that gave me some pause as well as why would he be that eager to sign off on it, especially when he had already heard about it when... Harry was leaving that day because they get into the a discussion about him.
0: Right, and he's like, "Oh, I can look." Right, and
1: give him a second it, so. opinion. But
0: yeah, thought it was weird. We get to go over to the diner like the next day, and Harry's sitting there looking for jobs in the paper. I'm thinking, "All right, it's a small town. It's probably not that many jobs." Exactly. Newspaper delivery and I get the montage, which was cracking me up on a bike, (laughs) throws a paper and knocks an old lady over. The barista at a coffee shop? Yes. What was with the face? Like the beard and mustache. And I'm like, what is happening? Nose
1: ring and the hat. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Looking like a lumberjack.
0: (laughs) The tattoo artist? With, like, bald head, tats everywhere, and giving Darcy a tattoo of Jerry Orbach, which is like, (laughs) oh, I've waited for so long. It's like, what? Yeah. (laughs) And we get to come back to reality when Max is there, like, snapping in front of Harry's face, like, we had a truce. Did you talk to my parents? And Harry's like, I'm not good at truces. And Max is like, you know, if you're trying to be human, then maybe you don't have alien tech in your car. And he leaves and he's mad. He's like, I get it. Because the kid doesn't want to go. Oh, absolutely. But then you have Harry just go back to the ads. Like, oh, an ad for a model. Yeah, I think, yes, that's <laughs> good for me. Yeah, I don't think so. Because you're not doing the smiling thing very well. Yeah. <laughs> don't know how well he can smize either. <laughs> yeah. Smiling with your eyes only. <laughs> Let's head over to the bowling alley. This this time is like all over the place oh, because yeah. it's like early, late, day before, or whatever. But we have Asta and Darcy playing pool, and Darcy questions Asta why she didn't tell Mike about Jimmy stealing the pad. And she's like, I didn't have proof. It's like, you have always had great gut instincts about people. It's like, remember back in high school? <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, I think everybody should have had a good instinct about the guy back in high school. When oh, absolutely. <laughs> and Darcy gets a phone call from Skank. I mean, Judy. <laughs> And she's complaining that she can't get Harry to leave and she needs to close up. So they head over to the bowling alley, find out what's going on. And turns out, Judy tells them he was applying for a job, but he was overqualified because he's got like PTSD from Harvard (laughs) or something, which, yeah, he may have, but that's not what he has. No. (laughs) We just see Harry like playing, was it Galaga? Yep. I had to think of the game. I thought he was going to have like high score or something at least. Oh, he didn't seem to have that. No. (laughs) Harry is not happy. No. And as he's playing the game, you know, the ladies are there trying to talk to him. They're like, maybe you should go home to your wife. He's like, she left me. I have no job. My life sucks. Pills and booze are not helping. Right. And, of course, Asta's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And Darcy like, oh, you know what? You can't use pills and booze to feel better. And she yelled, Judy, get the pot. <laughs> Apparently, at this point, they close up because they're sitting on the middle of a lane. Right. Smoking a bong oh, together, yes. made from a bowling pin. It's like, right. um, I guess that's a good place to keep it. Oh, my God. But I'm like, wait, it's illegal in Colorado. Yep. I'm just like, what the hell? This is so crazy. And Harry just barely managed to get the bong hit. Now, I'm going to tell you I've never done it. I swear I've never done it. So yeah, I'd probably be more like Harry in this case. But I just thought it was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Because they end up at the Chinese restaurant. I'm guessing like the only Chinese restaurant. I don't know. Probably. Having um, noodles. And Harry's like, my stomach can't get full. And I'm still sad, but I don't care. And Darcy's like, listen... You know, when you hit rock bottom, the low point, that's where freedom is, <laughs> because that's great. And they're just eating and giggling. And that's when Harry notices that octopus that we seen at the beginning. Yes. And he goes over and he puts his hand on the tank and then the octopus puts its tentacle up. And all of a sudden we hear, hello, cousin. I'm <laughs> like, okay, is he high or is he hearing this? <laughs> Because I'm cracking up watching this and the octopus is like, what's going on? Why do you look like that? And Harry's like, I'm trying to blend in. And I really don't know how much of this is actually happening or how much is in Harry's head.
1: Right. I have a feeling that they put the octopus there at the beginning to make us think that, yes, that actually isn't in Harry's head. Oh, okay. I think he's actually communicating with the octopus.
0: Okay, I was going to say because it just seemed weird because it's like oh, yeah. it, it, they're supposed to evolve so much, but the octopus then is telling Harry, hey, it's getting bad for us. You know, my brother has a plastic six wrap wrapped around his butt. For the last five it's, Yeah, it's like, oh, well, good news and bad news. Good news is, or the bad news is, I failed my mission. And the octopus is like, what's the good news? He's like, we didn't order the octopus? Yeah. <laughs> And he, like, starts giggling, and that's when Darcy notices, Notices, it's like, he's never been high before, look at him, he's talking to an octopus. And then they start going, what if he has wives, like, all over the country? I could have been a patient wife, and I was dying. <laughs> Like, yes. Oh my God, these two.
1: Yes, they are just as fun as Harry is when he's high.
0: <laughs> yeah. And the octopus is all like, you can't give up on your mission. They're polluting the oceans and they're doing all this and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden he's like, are you baked? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so high. And somehow he figures out that Max can help. And he tells the actress, don't tell anybody I crashed, okay? Just say I landed. He's like, who am I going to tell? I'm in a tank. Tank. (laughs) Yeah, you're not exactly close to the ocean to be like, hold on. Let me get out of here and make my way back home. (laughs) But I'm just like, wow. Okay, so the alcohol affected Harry pretty hard. The weed is affecting him hard because he is in Max's bed all of a sudden. Yeah. Eating tips. And Max wakes up. It's like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. I wanted chips and it's easier to break into your house than the grocery store. (laughs) He's like, how do you know about the alien stuff, by the way? He's like, because it's glowing green. He's like, oh, you can totally help me. But hey, can you have your mom put popcorn on the shopping list? (laughs) He's like, I'm not doing anything until you convince my parents not to send me to Georgia. He's like, fine. Hey, can you tell your mom to put popcorn on the shopping list? (laughs) And he's like laughing about it. Yeah. So like I'm watching it and laughing but he's like, can you tell your mom? Yeah. He's <laughs> like, get out. And he's like, okay, fine. By the way, I feed in your bed. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> And oh, I'm just yeah. like, oh, my God. I'm figuring he's going to wake up, like, all messed up the next day. But we don't even get to see that, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. But- um, oh, We, we do see next. Yeah. is the sheriff's office and Mike petting Cletus. And he's like, yeah, we're going to solve this. And you know what? We might be on Dateline. And Liv's all of a sudden like, wow, my grandma will finally love me. It's like, wow, Liv. Yeah. Holy crap. That's rough. And
1: Mike just piles on.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, not you. I mean, me and Cletus. Sorry. Uh Uh-huh. I'm like, Liv is going to snap snap your neck. I don't know what is going to happen. yeah. And next thing we know, Asta comes in and she's like, I know who stole the pad. It was Jimmy. It's like, hmm, okay. Gives a little bit of information. Yep. But maybe this will help, right? It might get Jay off the hook. Maybe. Uh, We get to go back to Harry and Ethan and- they're at the clinic informing Ben and Kate that there's been a mistake. Now, why would Ethan not just say something? Because Harry's like, uh, he, I misdiagnosed your son and. After re-examining it, he's just an average kid with a big imagination. Now, I would have probably kept with the, I don't know, he was stressed out, depressed, something, you know, right. to kind of cover your tracks, but Harry yes. kind of sucks at this. Yes. <laughs> but, again, Ethan, you suck too, because Ben's all like, oh, we don't have to send Max away? It's like, Ethan just goes, no, apparently not. You know, mistakes do happen, and then like, all of a sudden, Kate looks at Ethan, oh, have, have you screwed up like this? It's like, oh, no, not me. Yeah. No, not me. <laughs> I've never had that. But Never made a mistake. Right. I'm like, "Mm, really? And Kate is pissed and runs out. She's like, you have put a wedge in my marriage. And you don't know what this was like. And Ben's like, wait, there's a wedge in our marriage? Yeah. (laughs) I'm thinking, dude, didn't you say first episode you don't want to look at your wife when you have sex? Yeah. There's a wedge. Yeah. And we get to go back in time, two weeks, to the shiphanger. And Lisa, who has like no finesse. There's a door right there. Why don't we use a crowbar? It's like, well, we don't know what this material is. We don't know how to deal with it. Fine. How about dynamite? It's like, (laughs) okay, maybe you're going to blow the whole thing up along with all of you, too. Yeah, exactly. But David convinces the general to give him more time. And she's like, fine, just don't make me regret it. Now, we still don't know why Lisa is so... Uh, Lisa E. Aggressive. <laughs> yeah, it's like, ugh. I kind of want the general to be like, "Can you stop?" Right. I still think it's probably
1: because that's the general's daughter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um. Uh, we get to go back to the school library then, which is in the now, and Harry reading Dracula, laughing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's supposed to be a funny book. Max even says, <laughs> "It's like he eats people, like drinks their blood." but harry shows a picture to max of the ship and he's like can you see the glow he's like no like, but you can see it here when he picks up a piece and it's like yeah it's glowing it's like hmm okay you can see it but only in real like real time not a A video yeah so (laughs) So no like no way to try to do it without him actually seeing something right so i'm like no drones no nothing like that no and i love it because the librarian comes over and he's like buzz off Ha <laughs> ha you're in the school. I kind of feel like maybe it's a good idea the librarian checks on the kid. Oh, uh, you know? absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so Harry, of course, is like, all right, we'll build something to help you f- help me. Hmm. And uh, Max, all of a sudden, well, what is it? And he's like, uh, consider it a radio. Oh. But he's kind of like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, this isn't good. No. Stop with the giggle fuss. Uh, we get to go back to the sheriff's office and Mike unsuccessfully trying to bully Jimmy. He's
1: so bad at this. He's- yeah, he really is.
0: And then Liv is there, and it's like, okay, they're kind of doing good cop, bad cop, because the whole back and forth when Mike's like, you did this, and you killed Sam, and he's like, whoa, what are you talking about? I didn't kill anybody. And that's when Liv steps in. He's like, of course you didn't kill anybody. We know you didn't do that. And they kind of go back and forth, and Liv is like talking to him just like a person. Right. And getting some information, and Mike kind of looks at her like, huh, okay. This is kind of working, but he doesn't admit it even later. Right. But she does say, you know, somebody injected poison in the insulin. We don't think it's the same person that stole the prescription pad. And, hello, you know, there's, you know, these kids still getting the drugs. And that's when Jimmy's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> what did you think was happening? Really, dude? Exactly. So Jimmy admits that he stole the pad and he sold it for a couple bucks, but he didn't think the guy who worked at the school was <laughs> going to sell drugs to kids. And then it, it kind of stopped and you see Jimmy like, oh, he sold. He works in the high school. Yes, of course. Like it dawns on him. So then Mike's like, okay, well, who'd you sell the pad to? <laughs> and it's like, okay, this is happening. At least we got some information at this point. Right. And then we get to end, the
1: At least they'll stop the drugs being sold
0: right right it, one thing at a time exactly so he solved one crime yep because we get to go to the school and we see max letting harry into the school and max like what's on your face he's like i'm undercover i'm a fireman he's got a fake mustache and glasses yes and i love it because max is like take that off because so-and-so went to jail looking like that exactly <laughs> and harry earlier had said i'd have to grow a mustache and be a fireman <laughs> or a pedophile Well, yeah no no those are not, no. Yeah. Okay, stop. But those two go to the science lab and they're like, okay, what can we use? And they're figuring this out. It's like, oh, okay, this will work, this will work, and these light bulbs and all of a sudden they see Mike and Liv come in so they kind of you know hide and it's funny because as they're coming out then all of a sudden Max asks about the light bulbs he's like oh from a bedside table yeah (laughs) really so Mike comments about he wishes Cletus was with them but he's at home with a cold it's like what yeah (laughs) Liv just kind of looks at him she's like I'm here it's like yeah 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 whatever so we have Harry and Max leave when Mike and Liv are out of sight and Mike and Liv finding the janitor who was the guy that jimmy gave the pad to and what happens richard ferguson is the guy's name he dumps over the car his janitor cart and runs and mike runs and then we just see live like <sighs> yeah <laughs> and turns around walking calmly down and I just had a very breakfast club moment. Yes. Because Mike goes running after the guy and he's like jumping and they're going up and down stairs. And I love it because the whole time he's got commentary running.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, this was hilarious. Like,
0: <laughs> and yeah. And then you go back and you just see Liv walking slowly and then she grabs a push broom and she walks past it or she walks past it, walks back, grabs it and keeps going. Right. And I'm dying because Mike's like, if I pull something, <laughs> you're going <laughs> to get so much trouble. And they're about to cover around another corner and Liv just moves the broom so the guy trips on it and then she handcuffs him and she starts to read him as Miranda Wright and Mike's like what how are you? What happened? She's like, um, this is my old stomping grounds. I know all the shortcuts, right? And uh, Mike stops her as she starts reading the Miranda rights because she's like, You used a contraction, you can't use a contraction in Miranda rights. Ugh. Yeah, okay, somehow I don't think that would have gotten everything thrown out, but no. all right, whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, Mike gets showed I, up again by Liv.
0: I swear she was rolling her eyes, like, oh, whatever. Yeah. You know she was. But this is when I'm like absolutely in love with her because she's just, yeah, I'm not chasing you. I'm going around the other way. (laughs) I know what to do. (laughs) I'm smarter than you right it's like all right moron go ahead run and we get to go back to the hangar then and david is staring at the ship when he all of a sudden has an epiphany
1: yes a big one
0: <laughs> and apparently he calls the general and lisa in and he's showing a book to the general and talking and lisa's like don't you have google who uses books anywhere blah blah blah. And i'm like oh my god <laughs> i've never wanted to punch a woman in the face so bad right well, i can't say that that's not true because yeah. If you've watched certain shows like Game of Thrones, you know, yeah. there's there's always that one that you want to punch in the face. But this one just, oh my gosh, this woman can't stand her. She needs a chancla, like no. to the head. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, Dave is explaining to the general about these civilizations and how they disappeared and these medallions and going on and on. And Lisa is just like, what does that have to do with anything? And he suddenly turns the page and shows a medallion that looks just like the ship. Right. And he's like, I think it's here to put an end to humanity. Yep. And Lisa, again, still looks like, uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but the general, at least, seems to understand everything David is saying. Right. And seems concerned. <laughs> Very um Stoic. Uh, alien- was it Alien Covenant? I can't remember the first one when they're supposed to be kind of similar. Right. It's like, hmm, maybe they are trying to put an end to everything. And we get to go back to our town and Ben and Kate discussing how close they were making this big decision and big mistake. And Kate's like, you know, I just want you to tell me if I'm wrong. And so he Ben is cuddling her and, and kind of telling her some stuff. And it's like, yeah, oh yeah, you're kind of controlling. You get really upset when stuff happens. And she gets mad and leaves. It's like, it was a trap, dude. Yes. It was a trap. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) And you fell right into it. Yep. It's like, uh, how long have you been married? Maybe you should have figured this out by now. Exactly. We get to go to the diner then where we see Mike eating and Liv comes in and sits with them and Liv's like, all the paperwork's done and it was great. We were like, Batman and Robin and bam, pow. And like, she's all excited thinking, okay, we were a team. We really worked together really well with this. Right. And she's like, and you're not talking. Okay, what's wrong? And I'm thinking, and I've said this before. Joking around with my husband, I'm like, okay, quit acting like a crazy girl who doesn't want to talk. It's like, no, everything's fine, blah blah. blah. Right. So that is exactly <laughs> what was happening. And suddenly Mike's like, you know what, your performance yesterday a little disrespectful. And she's like, what are you talking about, disrespectful? Although Liv was not as sassy as I was right in that moment. Right. And Mike's like, the Miranda right That was kind of my thing. And you know what, you you need to be nicer to Cletus. He's a human being in a little doggy body. And I'm thinking, okay, I can't say much to that because I'm. <laughs> Because I treat my dog probably better than I treat some people. Yes. (laughs) And dogs better never be hurt in these shows. But that's a whole other story. But I'm like, dude, disrespectful. Yeah. You need a mirror put up to your face.
1: Absolutely.
0: And right at this time, the waitress comes by. She's like, oh, here's the burger you ordered for Cletus. And Liv grabs the burger and she's just punching it. She's like, you want to talk about disrespectful? (laughs) And I was like, oh
1: dude yeah he got put in his place real quick
0: like he looked shocked that Liv finally snapped
1: oh absolutely he has no clue what he's been doing to her none
0: and i love this whole time it's happening and everyone kind of look and then they're looking away like oh no yeah <laughs> like you done messed up she really snapped right now holy crap and she quit yeah after she She's like, that's it. I'm done. I quit. And then she grabs the burger. She's like, I'll eat this for dinner because it is not right to waste. to waste food. I'm thinking, all right, you know what? All you did was smash it up and like break it up into pieces. Probably easier for Cletus to eat. You know, yes. I'm just saying. But okay, Liv, calm, breathe. You need some deep cleansing breath. Yes. <laughs> Although if you're not the deputy anymore, you can go over to the bowling alley and hang out with the girl. Yeah. <laughs> with the special bowling pin. Yes. Yeah. Maybe you need that. Somebody will tell you, you know, you need to run for sheriff. I think that's coming.
1: Yo, absolutely. It is.
0: We get to go back then at this point to the clock tower, which I'm kind of worried all of a sudden they're in a clock tower. Right. But We see Harry had put together a device that's going to help Mac find his device. And Max looks into it and he's like, look for any green glow and tell me what you find and zoom in really close. And instead Max is like, Oh, that cloud looks like a bunny or maybe it's a badger. (laughs) I'm like, What? (laughs) Quit looking at the clouds. Yep. Oh, fine. Oh, look, there's the green glow under the bunny. He zooms in and we get the exact location. But Max notices that's on the glacier. You can't go up there. No. (laughs) So even the kid knows that's dangerous. Yes. (laughs) But we see them outside kind of fighting. And Max is like grabbing Harry's arm. And I'm like, okay, he's showing like genuine concern. Right. He did. Which I thought was kind of weird for a kid who's like, hello you're an alien get off my planet (laughs) but all of a sudden it's like no you can't go there and all right well Harry's like, I'm fine. It's not too dangerous for me. Hmm, that's weird. But at the same time we have Darcy and Asta talking, and Darcy's like, You did the right thing, telling about Jimmy. And it's like, Well it didn't feel good though. And Darcy's like, Uh yeah, but those drugs were being sold to teenagers, high school kids. I wish they were doing that back when we were in school, yeah. but yeah, whatever, that's a whole other <laughs> thing. And that's when the ladies notice the argument happening outside and Harry drive off. And they go to catch up with Max and Max dodges them across. Couple times, and yeah. finally they're like, "Mac, what is going on? You need to tell us." And he's like, "Harry's headed to the glacier," and are like, "But for why?" And I love it. He's like, "Talk to my lawyer." He runs, runs off. off. Yeah, <laughs> it's like contact my lawyer. What does he have a lawyer? I love yeah. <laughs> that. And we get to flip, and we see Harry on the glacier. And he finds his device and he reaches it. And when he reaches in and pulls out like this little ball instead of the whole big thing, which I thought right. he was going to take yeah, out he should his have, bag, but- you see Max, who had swiped the piece that Harry had in his pocket. I'm thinking, why would you do that?
1: Right. What well, he had noticed it up
0: in the tower that was it was still in the bag. So we- I'm just thinking that's a bad idea. Right. It turns you into an alien. Obviously, exactly. you haven't seen certain movies. Yeah. <laughs> But great, we have this happening and all of a sudden you have Asa and Darcy on snowmobiles going up the glacier and you have all of this just going on at the same time. So Harry grabbing the core and all of a sudden Max piece, Max's piece starts glowing and sparking. You have the piece Harry's holding like glowing. You have the hangar all of a sudden having all the lights blow out and the ship is glowing and sparking. And David all of a sudden like, I know where the alien is because they're all connected and things are happening and right. look at there's a spike here it's like oh god what's happening <laughs> and at this moment Asa and darcy find harry and they get off the snowmobiles and they go for them and darcy's like we need to make sure you're not on the snow bridge and i need to get a line on you and i'm thinking it's, uh it's not going to be good. No. <laughs> because it's not. Because suddenly Harry's like, I was shopping for snow and I'm okay. You can go. And they see the ice and the snow kind of crack. And all of a sudden, down in a crevice, they go. Including one of the snowmobiles. Yeah. At least one. <laughs> So probably I'm thinking, up. great, is it going to fall on somebody? Is it going to, are they just going to be trapped? Are they going to find the device? Are they going to figure stuff out? What right. is going on? Is somebody going to have something broken? There's like all these what ifs going through my head.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And on top of all this, we have David, who is probably getting them, you know, all together. So the Air Force, I can say Army, <laughs> Air Force can come and swoop them up or something.
1: Uh, yeah. None of this is going to be good. No. <laughs> No, we're definitely looking
0: at the possibility of it being the end for Harry. And I'm worried. I don't know about you, but I am, like, really worried about it. Oh, yeah. I have. I mean, the people that were
1: there to help rescue him are in the same position. So, how, mm-hmm. is they, how are they going to get out? Is Harry going to have to admit he's an alien? Who knows? <laughs> it's going to be wild.
0: Yeah. I mean, are they going to be able to see something? Right. Like, if they do something with light, like they did before? Yep. Yeah. I'm just like... Oh. Oh my God, what
1: is happening? Yeah. They're gonna see
0: the and, uh, Yeah, I'm like all stressed out about this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I like I said, I think he can play it off, but I don't think he's bright enough to play it off. Right. So I don't know what's happening. Ah <laughs> Well, you know how stressed I, I am. How stressed out are you guys? We wanna know. So shoot us your information, shoot us your feedback at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com or you can send it to contact us whichever one works for you you can also go to www.fangirlzone.com check out all of the other information on how to get a hold of steve and i and everybody else who's part of (sighs) fangirlzone and everybody take a deep cleansing breath yes i think this was good and stressful and oh my gosh we're at episode seven i don't know i don't know what's going to happen but i'm worried yes do we have anybody else that has that we know is going to be part of it that hasn't shown up yet I don't think there was another name. I think
1: Terry Quinn's still going to show.
0: Yeah, okay. So this should be interesting. Yeah. But uh, okay, guys, hold on. And by the way, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you find us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us, I know you can rate us on Google Play and I don't even know how many. We're like all over the place. Yes. So please do so. It helps other fans find us and tell your friends about the show, because how can we not all be watching this cracking up because it's so weird and awkward and I love it. (laughs) <laughs> we, of course, hope you're enjoying our podcast and we want to hear from you because you hear feedback from other fans like Jazz. We want more. So shoot us an email, shoot us your comments, whatever. We can respond to them. So for this episode of Fangirl Zone, I am Sean Fangirl And I'm Steve. What do I have? Nothing.
1: Just this stupid human body with two useless nipples that don't even produce milk.
0: <laughs> and until next time.